0: Everyone Uh, so for today, we're looking at Ephesians chapter 2 and so it's interesting because yeah, I think we don't have to quite explain as much context. But at the same time, for those of you who have been reading the Old Testament probably for the first time really in depth, and you realize kind of how simple it is because you could have like six chapters and they're all about the same thing. Uh, whereas Paul could have one verse about six different things. <laughs> oh
1: my gosh. Even us as we're reading it, we're like, oh my gosh, like there's too much to talk about. But um, this is a really famous one. Um, you, I'm sure when you guys read Ephesians 2, 8, 9, maybe even 10, you're like, oh, I know about BBS grace. Songs. Um <laughs> Yeah, Ephesians 2, 8, 9, but um, this is such a beautiful uh, passage where uh, we see just the love of Christ, um, and not only the love of Christ that brings us grace and brings us eternal life through God's mercy, we have this beautiful picture of being one in Christ, which is kind of what uh, we're going to focus a little bit more on today.
0: Yeah, and um, so I think there's so much that we could go into here, uh, but really in terms of our theme with the wall. um, What we're looking at is verse uh, 14, for he himself is our peace, who has made us both one and has broken down in his flesh, the dividing wall of hostility. Mm -hmm. Um, And that dividing wall of hostility, um, you know, it's interesting because uh, what there's two walls that he may be referring to. Um, So one is the wall between Jews and Gentiles in the temple, but the other is the wall, the veil in between the holiest of holies and the holy place in the rest of the temple between God's presence and us. And I tend to think it's the last, the latter one, because he talks about the first one elsewhere. Um, And so it's interesting because he calls it the dividing wall of hostility, because for so many people, that was not a place of hostility, right? That was a place of, you know, holiness and sanctity. And he's saying, no, like that wall was keeping us from God, right? It was saying that God is holy and, you know, how can we enter his presence, you know, we're so arrogant, whatever. Um, and he's saying that one of the things that Christ really does is he just allows us to talk to God. And mm-hmm. that is crazy.
1: Mm-hmm. And um, this dividing wall um, is the most metaphorical, I guess, of all the walls that we've really been talking about. Mm-hmm. But it is such an important picture that we have to remember that there's great chasm between God and man. Um, and that was kind of, also represented in the separation between Jews and Gentiles. Um, and uh, and I think, you know, the application kind of is, you know, if we are reconciled to God, then we can be reconciled to so many other things through mm-hmm. Christ, right? Mm-hmm. Um,
0: built together. Mm-hmm.
1: We're built together. We are Access no longer strangers and aliens. Yeah. Um, and we are built on the cornerstone <coughs> of Christ. And that's another kind of wall uh, metaphor adding to our wall metaphor for this week, right? A cornerstone is the stone that's used to basically bring the house together. It's what's the first rock that's put down so that you could build the rest of the house, foundation, wall, whatever. And without it, the whole building can come crumbling down. And so we have to have Jesus as the cornerstone, as the first and ultimate building piece so that we can have true peace with God and true peace with man.
0: Yeah, and I think just to be really astounded by that um you know i hope that for those of you that have been doing this with us uh hannah and i have really enjoyed it we've enjoyed it as um a academically spiritual exercise um but i think it's we're also, because we're nerds right and there's nothing wrong with that right i but i think there's also a chance to remember and we forget this too right like that we pray um and we can commune with god and every time that you pray uh, or even just today, when if you take some time to pray, to think about, wait, why was why is God listening to me, right? Why am I not just praying to a wall? Uh, you know, there are so many people that think that they have to go through such lengths, they have to give so much money, they have to go to certain places, do
1: like do crazy so many things, things in
0: order to talk to God, right? Because if you think about it, and this is what I used to think, right? Like, why would God listen to me? Like, He has no reason to, uh, and yet here it's a reminder that every time we pray and we actually remind ourselves with this in our tradition of ending our prayers with, in Jesus' name I pray, amen. The reason why we do that is not some magic words, right? It's to remind ourselves of this fact that everything that we pray, that we can actually talk to God, he hears us, he cares for us because of what Christ has done.
1: Yeah, and just to end, um, I hope you guys also remember that uh, us being part, of Christ and being of one family isn't just a one-time thing. It's we are being built. Verse 22, we are continuing to be built into a dwelling place for God. Like you are the dwelling place of God and you are being made holy and God has chosen you and God loves you. And so I hope you can walk I, in that truth yeah, as well. Yeah. And I think
0: it's that we are being built as well. And that's why we're doing this whole Bible reading, right? Because we oh, are. like we collectively. Yeah, we collectively, right? Like, because, you know, you, I know for a lot of you have struggle, right? You don't need to struggle alone. The Bible never never expects you to read it by yourself Mm -hmm, right mm -hmm. it's something that we do together and we hope that this has helped and is going to continue to help
1: bye